0: welcome 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 to the nameless program featuring JJ. I'm your host ninja with my co-host jay and we i'm are, here somewhere oh there you are we are back we, we are took back.
1: a little break
0: yeah a little breaky
1: break wow oh, we needed it
0: did you go yeah, anywhere nah. did you do anything oh Six man you know one. we've been no, we've been doing a lot, man. We've been doing a lot with the show and doing uh, the show two times a week. You know, I mean, that's kind of a takes a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I think uh, when we went to one time a week, you know, we took a little break off to regroup. And uh, we're back. You know, we are back. Our full apologies. Force. Full force. The force Everybody is Full poor. force.
1: You know what I mean? We are Jaja. That's how we identify ourselves.
0: Yes. yes.
1: what you eat today? Not much, really. Really? I just haven't been eating much. Something's wrong with me. I it's couldn't hot, eat for man. like four days. I couldn't. No, it's not hot here. Remember, it's cold.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, weather yeah, oh, County, County, County is a little different, man. You know, you guys, I would think this is the time for you guys to be really hot. You know, nah,
1: it's it's like it's nice, it's like 77, 78 during the day and then drops down to 62 at night. Mm. Oh, look who's here to join us.
0: Hey Charlie, what's up? What's going on? Happy to see you on board. Yes, Charlie. Charlie Yeah, if
1: you want to come on as a guest later, I'm gonna send you a stream tea. I haven't seen you in a while.
0: In New York, it's melting already. We're we're not even
1: we're not even halfway.
0: You're popping bottles already, bro. Come on, man. I'm excited to be back. You know, I'm excited to be back. I've had the itch. I've had the burn. Not that kind of burn, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Just a reminder for everyone to share. Please share the stream, react, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube. It's mm. on our Instagram and Facebook uh, profiles.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. So, what are we talking today? Identity, huh? Identity. Mm-hmm.
1: JJ is our identity. hmm uh, Where should we start, man? We got we got so many. Oh, yeah. about
0: identity theft.
1: We'll mm. let's talk about government IDs. Let's talk about then and now, right? So we used to just have a long time ago people who just have a piece of paper, right? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, okay. Prior to that, used to brand people almost, Mm. right? So Mm -hmm. you had slaves that were branded, right? And then Mm. the upper echelon people, they were easily identifiable by the clothes that they wore. And in Korea and a lot of laboring countries or a lot of ancient countries, People with fair skin had an identity of being more royal, correct?
2: Mm.
0: Oh, most definitely.
1: And then dark skin were like laborers. and People mm-hmm. worked out on the fields for these rich white or pale skin people. I was going to say rich white. <laughs> the, <people. laughs> the,
0: yeah, because we're so used to saying that. <laughs> you know, just throw it in. Yeah, it's, it's okay to throw that in.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's the world become? You know, We've become more racist by saying ending racism.
0: Right, you know when you when you speak about um, that type of branding, you know that was uh, done to the cattle, livestock, right? And people uh, in the history of this country, black people in the history of this country, weren't considered people, right? They were considered property, you know. So mm-hmm. they got that, tss, you know. And you know what's funny That's that, fun. that you, you know what's crazy, like when you see like um, these fraternities, these black fraternities. And I don't know if white fraternities do it, too. I think they do, but they brand themselves with their with the Omega yeah, something. Why? Specific. Like, why? I think it has to do with um, it's kind of like, like a, a manhood ritual. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're in now. You know, there's no way back. You know, once you get that, you're in for life. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. You know? Oh. Uh, you know?
1: <sighs> That's 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 unfortunate. And, you know, so many slaves back in the day Mm -hmm. they didn't even know what their name was. Right. Right, So they had to take on their slave owner's name. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see the Jacksons and the James and et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So so from paper IDs, we finally got a photo ID like our driver's license and passports, et cetera. And. Moving on to identify criminals, we had to do fingerprinting ID.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And from fingerprinting ID, then they started using eye scanners for retina.
0: things. Mm-hmm. And, Let me tell you, I got a good story it, about
2: that.
1: And now it's DNA, right? Yeah. You drop a piece of hair somewhere, they can ID you. And they got a record of hair, almost everyone's DNA, or they can just cross match it if, they, if you're a suspect. But well, tell me mm-hmm. about your retina story.
0: So there was a time that I had got locked up. I had a squatter in my house, right? And uh, pretty much um, my roommate, that was her sister. And they had. he got real drunk one day. He was an alcoholic. So he got real drunk one day. wanted her to get out. You know, she had just come home from jail. And, uh, you know, he let her stay, uh, you know, on the couch. And, you know, we started calling her couch dweller. Anyway, so they got in a fight. She, he wanted her to leave. She didn't leave. She called the police on him. She got him locked up. And then, um, you know, I was in my room talking and um, she called the police again and got me locked up because I was talking to my friends about what happened. Jesus. So once that happened, you know, she had now she has a restraining order on us. We can't go back to the house. Okay. now she in New York law, if somebody stays in your house for a month, they live there. Right. You know, we didn't know that, that. Yeah. Well, she knew the system. So. I didn't have any of my stuff, so I had to go back a few times to try to sneak in and try to get my stuff. And she called the cops on me, you know, two other times, so I got locked up. Anyway, so I'm in Central Booking's, and and they're doing uh, retina scans now, right? So they put this thing on your face and try to retina scan you, so they could have it in their database with the with the fingerprints, right? But the retina scan wasn't scanning my eyes. <laughs>
2: Of course, they're not gonna scan her eyes. <laughs> yes, right,
0: it wasn't scanning my eyes because my eyes were small. So the CEO was like, "Yo, can you uh, open your eyes up more?" <laughs> Yo, everybody in the everybody that was there, because you know there was a line. We have to, you know. And I was like, "What'd you say?" He was like, "Yo, can you?" Op-? I was like, "Yo, you trying to be funny right now?" I said, "You trying to be funny right now, right? You you want me to what round out my almond eyes?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you trying to do? I, I mean, I know I knew he didn't mean it that way because he wasn't thinking about that. It was just like an initial thing. You know what I mean? Oh, but he you got like, to
1: use it against him.
0: Oh, did I? I went in on his ass. You know what I mean? Oh, I went in on his ass. You yo, to. You think, yo, this is, you think this is, you're trying to be funny right now? What's that about? Open up my eyes. What, you want me to do one of these? You want me to do one of these? I was like, yo, bro. <laughs> So I didn't have to I didn't have to get, you know, that bypass that retina scan. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't have yeah, to get the scan. So about. then later on, you know, like I said, I was there freaking three times in two weeks. So the guy's like, yo, you you you're back. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, you know, the they knew the situation, but, you know, they couldn't do nothing about it. And then I was talking to him about um the pilgrim and the Indian on their badge. And I was like, oh, yo, man, you know, pilgrims. And Indians, and you know what was you know, Indians got their shit taken. you know what I'm saying? They got their land taken. Why right. why they hold it? Why they like standing next to each other like they friends? So I was just dropping signs on them, and and it was all intrigued, you know. I was just putting them onto stuff that they never uh they didn't know. And he was like a Muslim seal. Anyway, anyway, long story. So that's that's my retina story. Ain't that funny? <laughs> open up, <laughs> you open up. I was like, <laughs> I said, You
2: want me to do one of these?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, in most countries outside of the U.S., a lot of people use their phone for identity.
2: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you
1: know? that's how they're identifying people who have who get COVID, and then they contact trace through their phones. But over here, they I guess they have a problem with uh, they have a problem with people's privacy and stuff like that. So it's a little harder over here. But um, yeah, like I somebody brought this up to me the other day. We are watching a movie, and it was Escape LA. And those are the Koreans, the group of Koreans. And I was like, none of these guys are Korean. And, and, and somebody asked me, how can you tell? I don't even know how I can tell anymore. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: can, can you describe?
0: I mean, I think... Um, we can kind of tell most for a, for like a good chunk of time. Sometimes you you're not sure, you know. Obviously, what's your
1: I, accuracy, like what's your accuracy efficiency in that to 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 I nail like? A, but, but, you
0: know, country. I, I think I think it, like for Koreans, I, I'm gonna just speak on Koreans and Chinese people, Japanese people, all the Asian people, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're talking about like the older generation, right? There are certain things that stick out, like older Korean men or older uh korean women i I, you know so you know that they do their hair a certain way they dress a certain way i can tell i
1: can tell older korean men and older korean women from behind like (laughs) the way they walk or the way they do something (laughs)
0: yeah we we get that because that's what we're around we're around that you know what i mean so and we grew up with that so there's certain things that we can tell and it's not It's not like oh the eyes are a little more more rounder, you know. Some people have that thing of saying that, or their face, you know. Like, but we do have certain bone structures, right? Like Koreans have like higher cheekbones, or they might be a little bit taller, or something like that, you know. But they got big heads. Koreans have big ass heads. Yeah, yeah. So, but there are times when you sometimes you can't tell, like my Southeast Asian radar, right? Like sometimes you know, like. You know, like i said when they're when people are living around the border of the countries there are certain similarities like the korean people and the han people of china you know they have really because you know korea and china they're connected you know what i'm saying so you know the history says we might come from the han people so there's a similarity of physical characteristics there right so when you have bordering um other other bordering countries there's certain similarities, you know, but then when you get to the middle of the country, it's a little, you can, there's definitely differences, you know. So, like Southeast, like Filipinos, I can kind of tell uh, for the most part. Um, now,
1: Filipinos are like uh, basically Chinese people or, or like East Asian people mixed with Spanish blood. So it's like, right. Be right.
0: Hard. Yeah, that, that, yeah, you can see that. But then when you get to like Thailand, you, I can tell kind of some Thai people. Malaysian Singapore that's um a little bit a little bit tricky can you tell the
1: difference can you tell the difference between Thai and Indonesian that's the hard one yeah that yeah there's like
0: I said certain things like that are a little difficult I can usually tell a Japanese person but there's a lot of Korean people in Japan and Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of mixing going on right so it's kind of hard to tell sometimes, you know. It's like, oh I'm not sure about this one. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> you have to be like, yo, t- t- tell me something, start talking, whatever.
0: Yeah. So it, Im- imagine, walking. imagine like other people, like you know, how they perceive us, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you brought up uh the movie, you know, in a, in, in this country, the Asian people played every ethnic role that uh, they got you know what i mean you could be a chinese actor you played a korean guy a japanese guy or 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 vice versa you know it didn't really matter because we were just put in one
1: movies movies 20 30 years ago they used to use spanish people hispanic people to play asian roles do you remember that a long time ago that's what they did so I feel like we're getting closer and closer, especially now with the emergence of K dramas and Korean movies, and then you have uh, Japanese. I, th- I think people are, are getting it; they're yeah, starting to get it because they see more of it, and that's that's definitely Korean alcohol right there.
0: Oh yeah, I mean you know the internet has a huge part of it, right? You know, a lot to do with it because we are. There's so much more information out there. Back then, you know, you wrote a letter. And it took, you, you met, I remember as a kid, my mom used to write letters to Korea and it took like a month to get there. Right. You know what I mean? Now you send a text and it's like, they got it already. As soon as you hit send, it's red, you know? So, you know, there's a, there's a huge different dynamic that's happening now, um, than, than before, you know? And, um, I think it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Like I think about other people, like, um other people uh, of color, let's say, like Black people in America, do they get mixed? Uh, Do they get, uh, you know, do they experience the same thing with somebody from the Caribbean islands or somebody from Africa, you know, or somebody from Malaysia? You know, because I met this guy from Malaysia. His family was in Malaysia for, like, thousands Mm -hmm. of years, and he was a straight Black guy, all right? Mm -hmm. But his family's been in Malaysia for thousands of years, right? So, and then, you know, Malaysia, when you break down Malaysia's melanated Asia, right? So when you go back into the history of uh, of Southeast Asia and Asia in general, you know, you're going to go back to the origins and the original people there, you know what I mean? So they're going to mm-hmm. be dark, gonna be black, they're going to have uh, uh, curly, kinky hair, right? So, or coarse hair, you know, just to, so, you know, and I was surprised. I never met. I was like, no way. He was like, yeah. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. like, really? he like, yeah. I was like, wow you know that's kind of it's kind of interesting you know yeah
1: but on the flip side can you tell like somebody from africa what part of the continent they're from
0: yeah like for like
1: between east africa and west africa
0: right, yes, right, I can right. Tell that. like Ethiopians Eritreans Somalians you know they do have a distinct look um east Africans like Nigerians uh somebody from Ghana it's Probably a little more uh, difficult for me, um, but culturally, I can tell. Like sometimes they'll be wearing beads. Uh, some Random. women, some women wear waist beads, and you know, like where that's from. I'm sorry, Pixie, textured hair. My bad, <sighs> textured hair. I mean,
2: uh <laughs> <laughs> cringe.
0: She got, she got you in a cringe moment. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> anyway, so um, you know, like that's a little bit difficult for me. Like. Like the Caribbean, you know, I've been, I grew up in New York. We're around Caribbean people. So, uh, you know, I can tell somebody that's Jamaican compared to somebody that's Haitian. You know what I mean? And it's it's like not for, not all the time, you know? Uh, But, you know, most of the time, generally, I get it. Like somebody from Guyana or Trinidad, you know, I can kind of figure that out, you know, but not all the time. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you, you, you know, it's hard, you know, but... Somebody like I grew up around all types of people being in New York, so it's a little bit easier for me. But somebody that's not uh, in a diverse area, you know, they look at us like, uh, you know what I mean? They look at black people like, oh, okay, let's, they talk look- about,
1: let's talk about American. Let's talk about Americans in general, all Americans, all races. How do they perceive? How do they identify Asian people?
0: Uh, I mean, we like perceive us as in. Yeah. Like in a ra- like racist way, we're yeah, all changed.
2: We're like all changed, bro. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're all good at math.
1: We're all short. We got small dicks. Uh, we find a way to be successful, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then our
0: experiences in like Latin America are completely different. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they we're we're on top. We're on top of the molehill. You know, mm-hmm. we're yeah. on top of
1: everyone. They're like, yeah. If my my mother want, and father want me, if I brought you home, they'd be delighted that I'm with an Asian guy.
0: You know. And when you think of when you speak about Latin America, you know, in in most cases in America, people think everybody's Mexican. You know what I mean? And That's there's right. a huge difference. There's a huge. We know real quick. When I went to Mississippi, I went to Starkville, Mississippi, and the people there thought I was Mexican. <laughs> Yeah. Some people some people never seen an Asian person in person, you know? And you know, they thought I was Mexican. What are you gonna do? You know, what are you gonna do? It's it's interesting. It's interesting, you know, when we uh when we live in it going through well, it. You know, I
1: yeah, I live in LA and there's a lot of Mexican Guatemalans, mm-hmm. El Salvadorians, and they call me Chino or Chinese. Mm-hmm. And I say No, I'm Korean. And they're like, yeah, it's Chinese. Same thing. I was like, well, what are you? Like, I'm Mexican. It's like me calling you Guatemalan or El Mm -hmm. Salvadorian. Then they're like, oh, fuck, I get it. I get Mm -hmm. it. It's
0: completely different. You know, even like my closest friends, like friends that I hang out with that I talk to all the time. The other day, I was hanging out with a boy of mine, and, you know, we're cool. He asked me if I speak Cantonese. And I was like, I've known this guy for years. I was like, Are you for real right now? Yeah. He was like, well, Yeah, do you, you know? I was like, No, nah, I don't speak Cantonese, bro. Why would I speak Cantonese? I'm Korean, you know, unless I studied Cantonese, right? But he's not asking me if I studied Cantonese, you know what I mean? And I was like, Nah, man, yeah. I don't. That's, you know, but it wasn't from a bad space, you know what I mean? He just, no, have, they're just trying to, like, listen, they're just
1: trying to identify you. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're just trying to put you in a category for them to understand and relate to. So, like, you know, we travel a lot. So we hear the fucking, hey, Bruce Lee, hey, Jackie Chan. Hey, this, because they just want to find a way to identify you and get familiar with you.
0: Yeah. But they're totally off. You know, when I was in Colombia, I was walking the streets. You know, they don't call you Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan. You know what they call you in Colombia? Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's
1: right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, say, her."
1: I'll take it because you know, any one of being called any one of those three is a compliment. Normally, if we're in Asia mm-hmm. or America, even, but over there, that's all they know. That's all they can relate to. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's like it's what's in your heart, you know, and what you. What you mean by that if you're if you're looking for a way to connect that's one thing but you know if it's if it's a little bit offensive you know somebody's trying to get at you somebody calls you chino right chino could be a good thing and a bad thing right because if you go to Spanish spanish speaking countries they have a cousin they call chino you know what i mean you go to the dominican republic or to puerto rico they have a cousin or a relative that they call Chino. That's his nickname, you know. So Chino is not necessarily a, a a bad thing. It's it's a term of endearment, but it can also mean chink. But I'm like yo, I'm not I'm not a chink. You know, I'm a gook. That's well, can we get the terms right?
1: <laughs> let's be fair. Let's right? be fair. I mean, Asian people are pretty fucking ignorant too. Like. The people in Asia, Mm -hmm. like they're not sensitive to calling somebody a certain racial slur or not when they're in their own country. Mm -hmm. You know, when they come out here. They're just like quiet and shy. And -hmm. I think that's why a lot of Asians are deemed shy around other races here is because they don't want to say the wrong thing because they don't want to make anyone mad.
0: Well, there's strength in numbers, you know, so if you're around a bunch of your peers you know, you might speak or act differently than when you are by yourself in different situations. You know, and also I think about like online identity, right? Online identity is a whole different thing for a lot of different, a lot of people. People can say and do anything online. You know, they can be the toughest guy, those internet warriors. But when you meet them in person, when you meet these people in person, they're nothing like that for the most part. You know, you can have any profile picture you want. You can be anybody you right. want. You can have no profile.
1: Okay, so what's your online identity? How would you identify yourself as online?
0: I think generally, um, who I am. You know, uh, I post more of my photography. Um, I post things about the show, but. When I comment on things, you can kind of get my personality. You know, uh, when you look at my stories, you can see the things that I'm interested in. Uh, my plants, cooking, food. You know, family. You no, know, so you can get a general idea of who I am. I, I, I never was somebody that tried to be a tough guy. What did Fury just say? Asians love feeding me. I was always the fat white kid that got brought to family gatherings. And they just laughed at me and played Mom, feet feed that fat white kid. I, I mean I, I think they still
1: do that, Fury. hmm One of the things that Asian parents love and families love is a friend of their son or daughter that loves to eat. So if you keep eating, you're gonna get you're gonna get invited like every time they have a meal. Yeah. My online identity, it depends on what medium. Mm. So on Instagram, I'm just uh, some guy that travels around. On Facebook, I'm definitely a troll and tries to make fun of things. Semi funny.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm, what else is there? I guess that's it for me these days.
0: Well, now we're 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 podcasters, right? We're we're show yeah. hosts, right? We have that. Yeah, um, definitely travelers, but that, like I said, that's all encompassing, right? That is all of who you are. It's not like you're a catfish, right? Somebody that's just uses somebody else's picture and, you know, st- they can try to scam you. You know, you can put a picture of a hot girl and just scam the shit out of somebody, you know what I mean? Uh, and have them
1: sending money. Do I, really, do I really want that many dick pics for money? Uh, I,
0: yeah, well, you know, it's a it's a real thing. There's tons of stories like that. Online dating, you know, right? People that go on Tinder and all these other uh, uh, hitched. That's a new one, right? And you don't know who you're talking to. It, it's you're talking to somebody that you really don't know. You know, you think you you think you know text messaging, but you don't really know them. You know, you got a video chat with these people. You got a video chat with these people. Identity theft.
1: Identity theft is a federal crime. Mm. Should
0: catfishing be considered identity theft? Oh, m- most definitely, most definitely. I mean, when it, I had a girl, I had an ex girlfriend, right, who made a fake uh, Facebook profile of me. I wouldn't even say like an ex girlfriend. Somebody I used to date. She made a fake profile of me, pretending to be me, and and requesting all my friends, and they don't know any better, right? They don't know what's going on. And then she would say this crazy shit about, about, about me to them. And that's definitely something that should be some legal repercussions to you can't, that is a form of identity theft. You know, that's insane. People lose their jobs on these social networks because of videos that go out or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? So if somebody's taking your image and, and doing things like that, that's definitely something that deserves either a beat down or it deserves some type of legal action, especially when it goes that far, you know? Hey, what time is it? Yeah, but, well, is it that time?
1: You're on it. You're always on it these days. I got to open mine up.
0: Come on, bro. All
1: right, all right, all right. Here we go. Come I'm bad. bad. I'm bad. Mm. Yo, there is mad catfishing by women more than anyone, or mm-hmm. like using
0: a woman's identity more than a male's identity. I feel like. Yeah, look at what Shaolin said. Hell yeah, there's a lot of that in the AMBW community, especially some of the women. Yeah, I mean, they'll troll you. People will make fake profile pictures and profiles or or Facebook accounts or. Instagram accounts to see if they can catch somebody they're dating, um, uh, you know, on some bullshit, right? They'll message them, hey, whatever, and it's them trying to see if their boyfriend is gonna talk to another chick. I'm like, and Fuck men me are so that. stupid
1: too, but men are so stupid too. Yeah, why reply? Because you never get that kind
0: of attention. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, you always everybody dreams of a super hot chick, you know, t- trying to holler at them. You know, men love attention from women, no matter what. If you do that, if you're somebody that's doing that, you're, you're, you damn, it, it's a train wreck bound to happen. Every man, not every man, most men, you know, right, would kind of, you know, be curious about that, you know? and, that's not something that is outside nor- the norm. It's natural. Men are naturally inclined uh, to kind of want to be in that environment with women. You know, I mean, it's nothing. You can't get mad at that. How are you going to get mad at somebody about that? Get, women do crazy stuff. You know, women do crazy. What? What's? Listen. Oh, speaking about women that do crazy stuff.
1: Here we go. Here we go. What are you going to talk about? Talk about me? Are you referring to me?
0: Well, you know, there's a car incident going on right now. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: God. This is crazy.
0: Yeah. It's. Remember this? Look at this. Let me
1: put it up big. She's got
0: a gasoline canister. Look at her.
1: Sorry for the purple leaking
0: through. Oh!
1: Boom! Oh, shit! <laughs> the best oh, part man. is she gotta run back and grab all her shit
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> unbelievable oh jeez what is wrong with that woman they, they caught her Yeah, um, she is like some woman from Michigan 26 years old I think she had some burn marks on her face uh, when they got her um, but it was her ex-boyfriend at some motel parking lot, mm. and she got fucked
0: up. Bro, she had the Fuck. hoodie on and the mask on. That kind of probably saved her a little bit, right?
1: I think it blew off of her, too, at some point.
2: Yeah. What a dummy.
0: What I don't a, see it again. What a yeah, dummy. Yeah, let's see. Can we see it one more time? This is uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, <let's see. laughs>
0: fantastic. She puts the gas. So she's not even thinking about the backfire right yeah, now. Her, her like, mask no, I'm, is on her hoodie.
2: Oh, boom!
0: Her hood is off at this point. Wait, <laughs> she's
1: ready no, back. no, 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 no! Hold
0: on, go back a little bit. You look, mask. Hold on, hold on. look, look okay. when she has to crawl back up. The crawl back up was like, look, look at the crawl back up. Hold on.
1: See her oh blow herself up God. again. It's just fucking amazing. But she came
0: ready. She has gloves on. She wasn't Whoa. leaving no fingerprints. What she is she thinking here, though? She wasn't leaving no DNA. Nothing. Look at her. Oh, look at the crawl back. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh God. That's Un- so good. Freaking real. That's so good. Unreal. Man.
1: Oh my God! And she got caught. So thank God she got caught. Yeah. Well, they ID'd her.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I. I think I've seen the mugshot.
1: Uh, yeah. Where's the burns on your forehead from,
0: ma'am? <laughs> Imagine the questioning. You know what I mean? Imagine the questioning of the police when when they investigated her. You know, that's just nuts.
1: How did how did the video get out though that's what I wanted to know because the uh, they didn't give the source of the video mm. but yeah it was bad uh
0: let's see what else can we cover uh there's so much yeah identity is is it's like you know the realization of yourself how about that oh is that a little too deep self-realization oh, Okay, then how do, okay you're f- people who know you mm-hmm.
1: and okay let's first go go by uh how do you identify yourself
0: i have a bunch of characteristics right and i'm a person that's like this and i'm a person that's like that you know i'm a i'm family orientated um i have my interests right um I, I don't really do like oh I'm Korean, right? That's not the first thing that I that that comes to mind, you know. It's like oh how do you identify? I'm Korean. No, it's not what you know. I'm Korean American. No, that doesn't really. I talk about uh, I talk about my heart, right? I talk about um, where I want to go, where I've been, you know, my experiences. I think I talk about things like that. That's how I identify myself. I don't really truly identify myself on a physical aspect you know
1: and so the people that know you like know you how do you think they identify you
0: well before they even got to know me they had i had to know myself and that was a journey in itself you know coming to terms coming to coming to terms with the good and the bad you know um my 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 deviances and uh, and, and all the righteousness that I have, right, and the things that draw, that push me, and that drives me. I think with time, people get that. Your friends get that. They accept that. When you try to just be one way, and to to blow smoke, you know it. Right. Once you, yeah, once, you, once you're at peace with yourself, of who you are, and what you are—the good and the bad you you can see other people you can identify right. bullshit right away and it only comes with with searching within you know it all co- it all comes from that it doesn't come from anywhere else cuz we know that we're not that different you know we 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 feel sad the same way we get mad the same way we get happy the same way when we love it's the same way you know so yeah once, get get this, mm-hmm. yeah, once you get past this, yeah, once you get past this, yeah. You know, and, and I and I tell people, sometimes, you know, we all have different voices, right? But your inner voice, you know, when you when you read something um without move without using your throat or your mouth, right? When you when you read something in your head, whose voice is that? Does it sound like you? No, not at all. Some people say, oh, it sounds. I said, how does it sound like you when you're not making a sound? Because we're talking about vibration, right? So w- when we eliminate vibration, whose voice is that? Whose voice is that? Is it a deep voice? Is it your voice? I think, I personally think it's For the me. same voice that we all have. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes. Um, from our soul or our spirit or lack of better words, you know, our being. And we all originate from the same place, right? Our, even our physical makeup all originate from the same place. It comes from the universe. So, you know, I think about things like that, and I understand how connected we are. I know how connected we are with everything, every living thing every non-living thing that has energy in it, you know? So I hear in my voice. Let's let's do
1: this. Sexual identity. Brings up sexual identity. And let's oh. bring in somebody. Let's bring in Shao. Is...
3: What's up, my brothers? How are y'all doing? What's
1: going on? We're talking about sexual identity now.
0: Yo, Sex. big up. Yo, Shaolin, happy belated birthday, my brother.
3: Thank you, man.
1: Happy Thank you. Happy belated birthday. Cheers to you. I don't know uh, if you have beer or
3: not. Much appreciated. Oh, I'm uh, about to smoke a cigar. So.
0: Just, just to give people a heads up, Mr. Shaolin Fantastic has his own uh, own show. It's called The Fresh Delivery Show. Um, definitely a dope show. I've been on there a few times, commented. And um, definitely uh, to all the viewers out there, check him out. He's a dope dude. Uh, well-informed uh good life experience he's a father a lot of things going on for him so yeah shaolin talk to us M- sexual, much, identity. Much, sexual
3: identity sexual so, identity so are we talking from a, a sense of who you are in the bedroom or actual identity who you are in the community so that's uh how, how would how you define you perceive that before? yourself
0: first first
3: how do you perceive yourself as bro a
0: bro I'm, I'm lexington steel in the bedroom bro <laughs> <laughs> man,
3: man, man man dingalo
0: oh ah, um, damn right
3: so se- sexual identity for me first uh i'm a heterosexual male you know i love women i love hanging out with women i love you know stuff that i do with women uh, as far as in sexual identity, I'm very confident in in what I do. Um, I personally don't brag, but if you want to say there's a sense of entitlement, because in reality, sexual identity for Asian men, we are looked at at the bottom of the totem pole, you know what I mean? And that's being very transparent, and that's a lot of bad stigmas and stuff like that. But on the other hand... And this is kind of funny. So I, I have a daughter, I'm a single parent. Um, my daughter's half black and you know, and, and for us three, we we've been acquainted with the A and BW community for like a long time. So black women have no problem with me, you know what I mean? So obviously I'm doing something right, you know? So as far as the sexual identity, you know, um, for me personally, I'm very confident. And uh, to me, a lot of the identity comes with the chemistry that you build with somebody. Mm-hmm you know, cause you can walk in there thinking you, Michael Jordan, another person is actually better than you. Then what happens? Then you think you're great for that moment. You got what you got. But then after that, you might be like the laughing stock. but it goes back to that depends on the community that you're part of too. So for example, if you're a younger, you're in a college student, you're a high school student, you're going to get shamed real quick on the social on social media, you know, mm-hmm. but in reality, if you're very confident with who you are, it doesn't matter, you're gonna get what you want to get, but also let's let's,
1: of, let's say let's take away let's take away all social aspects of the thing, okay? So yeah, let's, let's take
0: you're away the area you're, that that you're, you're in the bedroom now. No, you're no, no. No, no, no. He's not in the bed, ba- he's in the bathroom. Okay. Let's not <laughs> take that away too. Whatever, environment. Okay? in the bathroom. Whatever and, environment in the
1: bathroom. Confused, okay? yeah, and
0: that and that and right. the the And it's the about to be on.
1: Yeah. What mode are you in?
0: When
3: I'm in the bedroom, I'm I'm freak, man. You know, uh, I I've always believed in you know be a whore in the bed ba- in the bedroom. You know, it's like a it's a performance. I've always believed in you know pleasing your partner first because you know she gets off, you're gonna get off no matter what. You know, it's all it's almost like kind of like what uh, Ninja was saying earlier. It's about the universe. It's give and take. You know what I mean? You give a little bit, you're gonna get what you're, you're gonna get what you're supposed to get back in return. You know, so you know.
1: I do something entirely different.
3: <laughs> Tell me about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, what do you entirely do? Entirely different. What do you do? I walk in. I'm a mind fuck. So I want to lead them to thinking what you're thinking or your your focus. So pleasing her first, about to take her to where she wants to go, and then dropping back. I've done that before. And then maybe, maybe bring her back up again and then dropping back until... I see in her eyes and her body that she wants it more than me. I need that for me to get off.
3: So, but in reality, isn't that what women want subconsciously on their own? They want to be dominated. Because, you know, for example, there's a lot of women that Uh perceive and, and, and being transparent, you know, women are becoming more independent and more powerful these days, includes, you know, the bedroom too. But in reality, they still want to be dominated. And, you know, mind fucking someone is probably it. the most part. Yeah, it's one of the most powerful ways to do it. So the way, so kind of like what you said, it's from a different point of view, it's almost the same thing, the way I look at it. You got to service your client, you know what I mean? You got to, and it includes give or take, you give a little, you take a little bit back, you pull back a little bit and see how much they really want it. It's called a driving one. And, you know, and in reality, you have the dominance, you have control of what's going on. And when you, and by the time the whole process is over, what are we hanging out next? You're gonna get that phone call. You're gonna get that text message, and and the cycle starts all over again.
2: You know. The rule
1: of thumb is, the rule of thumb is, if she says don't stop, stop. If she says stop, go.
0: Jeez. The old get, school. We're gonna get letters. I I, <laughs> I, I I agree
3: with that, but I'll be honest with you. I had one girl said stop. And, you know, it's in perspective, you keep going. But obviously, you got to know who you're dealing with, too. Mm, that right, right. took a whole left turn, told her friends, and was like, well, he should have stopped when you told him to stop, you know? And it's kind of like those weird situations, like, you know what? Like, but it goes back to, it has to do with communication from the beginning, mm. in a way. You know, you really need to know of who course. you're with. I
1: mean, I mean, I'm talking about once you're post-engaged. Once you're engaged. Oh,
3: Yeah. Hell yeah! They want that Fifty Shades of Grey shit, man. They want to be slammed against the wall and you know, yeah, dominated. And then you know, you get them real riled up, and it's real hot and sensual. And then you're like, oh shit, let me just back off. We we'll go get a sandwich or something. You walk away. <laughs> yeah,
0: on, on the flip side, Chandler. On the flip side, I, I, yeah. I, let me just share uh, an experience. I've been, I was raped by a woman. All right, and I was drunk one day. This woman that I was dating, and she would force herself on me, and we were going through some turmoil okay she forced herself on me and look only because your penis is erect doesn't mean that's you want to have sex great right so I'm there I'm a little tipsy and she's trying to force herself on me and we're going through some stuff and I was done I was kind of done with the situation yeah. but I guess she thought it was like makeup sex and I was telling her please stop please stop I was like so stop and she kept on forcing Push me it. yeah she yeah she was on top of me yeah. and I was like please and I was I was a little intoxicated I said please stop please stop and I looked at us. I like, stopped. I like, "Yo, you're raping me right now."
3: Yeah. <laughs> Those words are. And then, you know, I'm like, "Yo,
0: what are you doing? Like, you're you raping stop? me right now." Did you stop? Yeah. I. I and, no, it was like a moment. It was a moment. I was like, "Yo, you're raping me right now." I'm serious. Do, about you,
2: this. do
3: you mind if I ask you how old you were when that happened? Or you, you don't want to share, you don't. Yeah, to yeah.
0: I, I, you know, it was. It was a few years ago. It was. It was a few more than a few years ago. And
3: so. What I was going to say was I can relate to you and respect you as a man that can openly be honest to say that because I've been through that, too. And but my situation was a lot worse. She was a drunk. She was an alcoholic and she did that choking game. And I wake Mm -hmm. up, you know, even though she was my girlfriend, I wake up. She's choking me like, what the hell? I'm trying to pry her arms off me. Right. And it's that serious. The next day, she's got handprints on her arm which goes back to the same story I was talking about. Her friends think I'm abusing her. And I'm like, what do I do? So I tell my homeboys, and they're like, well, why don't you beat the bitch's ass? She's choking you out. Like, this is for real. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't. They already think I'm I'm abusing her. So I get what you're saying. It's a a tough scenario, you know? And those words are powerful when someone says, you need to really stop on being dead serious. You need to get off. You know what I mean? And, And it's, you know, in the situation with guys now, more men are opening up. And we do need to advocate for those men that have those situations because it in reality, you know, sometimes we just don't want to just because, like you said, just because we're, you know, a wreck doesn't mean we want to have sex. Mm. You know? And that's and, and and that's true, you know, with the situations going in. And obviously with the Cardi B movement and all that kind of stuff, women play it off. Like it's like, oh well, we're just doing what we did to you. Does that make mm. it right? No, it doesn't make it right. And not everyone's like that either. You're stereotyping us
1: women are progressively getting more and more aggressive
0: yeah like how do you you,
1: tell. you go into a bar or club you can tell you can identify the ones right. the predators
0: See now Jay, this is this is why we're at where we are now that that's where i was going to lead to yeah. what are the clues to identify these type of people right on um, both men and women cuz we can't deny that women go through what they go through right you have guys like epstein and 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 Wines. what's the other guy wine Why is it Weinstein? I don't know. Epstein. Yeah, right. Harvey Weinstein. Epstein and Weinstein. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not Mm going to connect the dots there. I'm just going to let it go. Are there ways to identify this type of of behavior?
3: I think uh, it really does have to do with overcommunication, And sometimes people, whether it be men and women, they can't handle the truth. Sometimes you just got to ask them, what is like your real intent? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and, you know, we're, we're human beings. Sometimes, you know, sex does happen on the first day and the first interaction. But to be responsible, you got to know who you're dealing with, you mm-hmm. know, and and which goes back to if you are in the process of dating, you got to get to know that person. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of have to feel them out, kind of know their track record a little bit to understand. No, you know? but we're then, trying to
1: identify as soon as we walk in. Right. I mean,
3: yeah, see, that's a, that's the tough part. Like a lot of people are like, oh, don't be so judgmental just because someone's drunk and grinding up on everyone doesn't mean they're just they're gonna do that you know but you can tell there's an aggressiveness with somebody or not Mm. but the the issue is that when you see someone they don't seem aggressive but the moment they get the opportunity it could be just a friend and they could do that that's actually there's a real word for that it's called a beta orbital it's a friend that just hangs around waiting for that moment to kind of slide in in reality, mm-hmm. that's called a predator. Just waiting wait for you to cry. Right, right. It's guys, a predator. Guys do right.
1: The same thing with women. They, they, they're like, mm-hmm. you ever want to talk? You want a shoulder to cry on? and Exactly. For that moment where they're super vulnerable. What, what, kind, of is is what,
3: what kind, of kind of cigar is that? What kind
0: of cigar? It's a ass cigar, bro. <laughs> is that a cigarillo? <laughs> 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 but, but all a, just it's aside, a toxic. It's easier to identify a fuck boy or a fuck girl. Than a sexual deviant, right? Because sexual deviants know how to hide it, right? They they yeah. they know that they have this thing going on, but a fuck boy and a fuck girl, right? It, it's a little bit easier, right? Yeah, like they a put player. themselves out there, right. So what are what are the things that you look at in women when you you know it's funny to say because usually it's the other way around. Women know about fuck boys and oh he's a player, but now, as you stated, Shaolin, we are living in a different time. Right, roles have reversed exactly. So, now now we're talking about we're always getting groped, you
1: know. Everyone, every guy on this, yeah, we're getting groped, and you know, we're living on a different standard now,
3: yeah. Yeah. Roles have very
1: much started to reverse.
3: I think a lot of it starts with and being transparent to kind of let's just say alleviate the situation or to empower our younger generation of men, you know. Um, you know, if we have sons and or we have nephews and you know just like little homies and stuff like that i think it really needs to start with the males being able to tell each other like don't be afraid to say stop you mm. know because guys do it to girls right but now girls are doing it to guys at a younger age and it's just going to progressively just get worse if you don't say anything mm. and i think that kind of goes both ways for men and women you know uh you know i i, I kind of know your situation you know following each other on facebook and stuff like that like you know i'm i have a daughter you know, I need to teach her what mm-hmm. a man should treat you like. You know, if daddy doesn't, if daddy treats you this way and this dude doesn't treat you better than what daddy treats you, then you don't need to be with that dude at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, you know, same thing with like, you know, our, our younger generation, we need to teach them how to like, how to be able to speak up and, to, but to identify those signs, it, it's tough because the beta orbital syndrome, the predator, we don't mm-hmm. know until it actually happens. But we need to educate and, and really build confidence in our peers and our younger ones that, when the shit does happen, you are able to at least say something to somebody. Yeah. You know? Well, let's talk
1: about predators real quick. Let's talk about predators real quick. Men predators, like say you're at a party or a club, see a drunk girl and want to grab her because um, he wants to grab her and feel this right. And, and yeah, more power for them. Correct. How about female predators towards men? Are they doing it because they think that that's what the guy wants yeah. Or are they doing I agree it because they want they want to do it.
3: I think uh it goes personally for me, I think it's more in the first one. They think it's okay. Um, and they also think guys like that. You know, I mean I'm sure we both we've all seen it. You know, we go to a club or a bar and you got that one girl, she just comes up, grinds on you, and touches you all, the way, all the way over, like it's not a big deal, right? In reality, to a guy that actually wants it, he thinks that's a green light. So then he mm-hmm. pursues it and then he gets mm-hmm. in trouble and some shit happens. You just baited him in, you know. Mm. So it it goes back to the responsibility of people. But yeah, I, I think that's a that's a clear indicator right there. Like if someone's like that upfront and very touchy feely and very promiscuous, we're not afraid to speak how they feel, saying like, oh, I want to I want to bang you, I want to do this to you, blah 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 blah. You're not feeling it. You just gotta be like, sorry. Like I I, I swerve a lot of women. I'll be honest. I tell them like, I'll, I'll use it like, sorry, bro, I'm not interested. Like, cool, I, you know the up your search and just keep it moving that's it you know so it, it's it's tough you know and just kind of like seeing some of the comments like mm. they some of them do come in a little bit more smoother as a predator and then you know the drugs you know popping pills or whatever and getting them drunk and just taking advantage of you know it's it's it is scary out there man it's really yeah. scary
0: there's so many things that could lead from from that you know but a lot of times that deviancy stems from from somewhere, you know. A lot of times they were victims, you know, um, and now they're just playing it out, you know. Power yeah. control, as Pixie said, it's it's um it's a it's a it's 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 a crazy thing, you know. And then you you have also um, mental mental disease, right? People that are, have all these things going on in their head, and like I said, it it it, it takes a keen eye. It takes somebody with a lot of experience to be able to see all these things. You know, you have to live it in order to see it. If if you haven't lived it, there's a good chance you can be a victim. Correct. And then and how do the- you teach somebody?
1: How do you teach a young man how to identify these things, whether drunk or sober, um, to move forward in their life because they still deserve a right to go out and party, but not to be molested you know, by uh, think, a female think, predator.
0: Yeah, I think men. Um, don't talk about that because exactly it, it has to do with their identity the as a man. Their identity <laughs> as a man is like sex, women. I'm the man. No, it's not and the yeah, case. And all the friends cheer them
1: on, and all their friends cheer them on, and and, yeah. and they say, "Why aren't you fucking this girl?" And right, right. Yeah. It, it, if you're they're emasculated when they say no.
0: Like, when, when I was younger, when I was in um, the first, gr- uh, first grade, second grade, first grade, second grade, I'm not 100% sure, I had a, a school nurse, right? And, you know, back in the days, they used to check your hair for lice with, using these Popsicle sticks, you know? There was a thing yeah. that used to go on. And I was in the nurse's office. You <clears> told <throat> me to pull my pants down, okay? And then she was touching me. I was like first or second grade. There's a school nurse? a school nurse, bro. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, it's not something that I would discuss, but you have to understand that you're you you you're a victim. Men don't really talk about being a victim or being victimized because we have to identify ourselves with manhood, being strong, being this and being right. that. Yeah. Nothing bothers us. Yeah, nothing right. bothers but, us. But, but you that's, know. Not, that's not the reality. You know, that's not the reality. It took me a lot of time to be able to be open and talk about these things. So Jay said, "Well, how do you teach that? How do you teach that to the youth? You have to teach them how to be at peace with yourself. How to that it's okay that there yeah. these these social constructs that say you have to be this or you have to be that. You don't have to identify with none of those things. Just be you. Yeah. Just be you. That that makes you the most unique thing in the universe because there's nobody else, nothing else like it." And it's not always going to be good. It's not. There's going to be a lot of pain attached to it. Yeah. You know? We're not only talking about sexual abuse. We're talking about physical abuse, too. Being beat up by your dad. Being whooped and all that stuff, right? Men get it worse. You know? Like, especially... I don't... Asian men, like, for me, I got it bad. My father used to fuck me up. And then my father used to tell me, when my sister did something wrong, my father used to tell me to... To handle that instead of him handling it. You understand what I'm saying? So what does that do on your psyche? So like what I express, the knowledge of self, self self-identity is the most important thing. Look into yourself, the good and the bad. Accept it all and work it out. It takes time. Speak about it. Tell people that you love and care about, your friends, your family, that you can console with and get advice from, let it go. Once you let it go, there's a sense of freedom that you have and a sense of peace that you have. Know that we come from the greatest thing ever. And all of us has the ability to express that within us. You know, don't be greater and don't be less, just be one. Thank you.